is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time now. Shelly is here with the news right now. Mm-hmm. And it includes the sexiest town in Virginia, actually. Of all of the towns, we've got the sexiest in Virginia. And it got cut off yesterday on Valentine's Day of all days. It's all brought to you by Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. Your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. Four locals by locals. Yesterday, Senators held a closed-door hearing where they got more info briefed on the uh, unidentified flying objects, I guess that's what we're calling them, Uh, the ones that we've been shooting down. They mainly agreed that there was not much that the American people shouldn't hear, a few details that needed to stay private. But they also felt like they maybe weren't getting the whole story. The administration is saying we don't yet know what these last three objects are and we don't want to characterize until we recover them. But on the other hand, it wasn't a threat. Both of those things can't be true. There's a lot of information to recover, and the administration is on top of this and done a very, very good job. Yeah, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer there at the end. They mainly agreed that there was not, oh, that was the line I just said. There were also reports that the first spy balloon, the one that we now know is a spy balloon, I mean, the yeah. one we knew apparently We've since known the beginning. It all along, yes. Yeah, because we actually watched it take off, they say. Yeah. And that it may have Some say. it may have yeah. not flown over the US on purpose. A wind pattern may have brought it here inadvertently, as what ABC News reported this morning anyways. Back at that meeting though, they also discussed the missile that missed the cockpit audio from the fighter jet that shot down the UFO over Lake Huron. Uh, that's been released. It definitely looks like something uh, there's uh, some kind of object that's suspended in the air. It's hard to tell. It's pretty small. I cannot see it outside of my eyes. It's just metallic or what. And there's, uh, I can see like lines coming down below, but I can't see anything below it. It's kind of like uh, a blackish. I'm going to call it like a container. I'm going to call it a balloon. You can definitely see strings hanging down below, but I don't see anything below it. It's pretty small. I don't know, size of like a, a balloon or something. Yeah, the size of a four-wheeler or something he said at the end there. Now, as we had previously heard, the first U.S. missile fired, missed that target, landed harmlessly in the water. That's what they're now officially saying. Didn't blow it up midair, landed harmlessly in the water. That, according to the report, before a second one successfully hit. That, according to the chairman of the Joint Joint Chiefs of Staff, who said yesterday uh, that the military went to great lengths to make sure the strikes did not put civilians at risk, including identifying what the debris field size would be, uh, would likely be, and the maximum effective range of the missiles used. Weather challenges and remote locations of where the objects were shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan have impeded the recovery efforts so far that according to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who spoke to reporters on Monday saying, yeah, we still don't have these balloons. No, no. I mean, they shot them down over open water like that. The ones in Alaska was minus 45 there. Yeah, it's a little cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lake Huron's tough. awfully large. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deep, deep. Yeah. yeah. Well, elsewhere, and I'm only going to this next because it's also a miss. Ikea has recalled the Odger swivel chairs in the The anthracite color. Uh, You're a chair. You've got one job, but people have been reporting that the chair's legs break and people are falling out of them. Oh, no. There have been four reported instances of the legs breaking, resulting in two injuries. The products were sold from October of 2019 through December of last year at the Ikea for $160, which is kind of pricey for an Ikea. For Ikea, Yeah. yeah. Is this one of those things where your parents tell you not? to rock back on the legs. Like, stop that. No, maybe. Keep the legs on the floor. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Ikea is encouraging consumers to stop using the chair, return the product to the store for a refund. A receipt is not required. Just take the chair back.
Meanwhile, a couple recent reports from the hospitals, not chair-related, but it's been a while since we discussed this. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations in Virginia are trending at their lowest level since Thanksgiving of last year. Fantastic. While cases have gotten tougher to track, though, the hospital metric is interesting and positive because according to the Virginia Department of Health, as of yesterday, there were 545 patients statewide with confirmed cases of COVID-19. That is the fewest since Thanksgiving. That's remarkable to me. That's that number sounds incredibly low. Yeah, it's just yeah. going down. But uh, Centera known Norf- cases. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, of course. Uh, Centera Norfolk General Hospital says they did treat a record number of gunshot wounds at the hospital oh. in 2022. According to the hospital, 541 gunshot wounds last year alone. That's more than the 530 from 2021 and 466 from 2020. Those gunshot wounds resulted in 69 deaths. According to Tenier Side, they uh, do receive patients from across the region. So it's not just you know Norfolk alone. Right. It's probably a trauma center at like a level one trauma, you know. That's exactly it. But the number has been climbing either way. Uh, According to Wavy.com, aside from gunshot wounds in 2022, the hospital treated 114 stabbing incidents that resulted in one death. There were 214 assaults treated there as well. Now, News 3 reports a six-year-old student student in North Carolina was taken into custody yesterday after bringing a gun to school. Rocky Mount Police said the six-year-old had the gun in his backpack at Fairview Elementary School. It was unloaded, a 9-millimeter handgun. Authorities are investigating how the student got the weapon. Meanwhile, in Chesapeake, a knife was confiscated from a student at Grassfield Elementary School yesterday. The principal there sent home a letter to parents saying another student reported that the classmate had a knife. Staff quickly found the knife, contacted the school resource officer. The investigation began, quote, in this case, appropriate disciplinary action was taken immediately. Now, they did not discuss what that action was, but as a part of the letter, they did remind parents to talk to their kids about what is okay and not okay to bring to school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, yesterday was also the necropsy, and we know what you do with the whale now. Okay. The endangered North Atlantic right whale has been laid to rest after being discovered in Virginia Beach on Sunday. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration performed the necropsy to learn the cause of death. Mm-hmm. They said it was a 20-year-old, 43-foot whale. The quote, the two primary causes of right whale, right whale mortalities are vessel strikes and entanglement in fishing gear. They are not living long enough to die of natural causes. So these are the things that we're looking at for the whale. They didn't give a cause of death. Those are just right. the two primary causes. Now, a friend of mine posted some pictures online. They yeah. cut pieces off that they needed for the necropsy and then right. buried part of it over there and the other part over there. So they bury it. A crane was brought in and a forklift. All right, because I, I got a picture yesterday from somebody else who was out there, too. Okay. When it was happening, Will, shout yeah. out to Will, and uh, it, it shows the whale carcass still, uh, it, it must be coming up high tide because it's back in the surf to some degree. Sure. But I was wondering if they, can you drag it back out and just let sharks eat it or something? Or, yeah. But you know what, if you drag it back out, it's probably coming back in. That's true. You're just going to be doing this again. So I guess I understand burying it just like as a the better play. story from Stupid News yeah. yesterday with the guy who they, they wanted his leg <laughs> his to prosthetic go to leg. the party island, but it just kept washing back ashore yeah. like 30 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. down the road. Yep. Yeah. So that's a... Uh, that's how that worked out. A, a report from uh, 13 News Now said that some students from the nearby school made the trip out to see the uh, whale being buried. Well, it was impressive. I mean, it's a big animal. Yeah, big, big, yeah. big. Like, like 40,000, 60,000 pounds. Uh, I mean, yeah. big animal. Gigantic. Yeah. yeah, watching somebody. There was a video this morning where they were cutting into it. Oh, really? Yeah. And they were, I mm-hmm. mean, just the amount of strength that it took to 
to, to cut, cut. Yeah. 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 Uh, but going to see the whale get buried, a lovely way to spend Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. How about that, baby? Microsoft celebrated Valentine's Day by cutting it off yesterday. What? Microsoft officially disabled Internet Explorer for desktops. Oh, man. The browser originally wow. launched back in 1995 for Windows devices. Internet yeah. Explorer had a total of 11 versions. The last one was released in 2013, but it's pretty much outdated. So a few years ago, mm. they said they'd be getting rid of it. They were going to replace it with Microsoft Edge as the default browser for Windows 10. The Associated Press said Microsoft acknowledged the retirement of the Internet Explorer back in June, but it wasn't until the update yesterday that users on Windows 10 were prevented from even accessing the browser. All devices that attempt to open Internet Explorer will now redirect automatically to Microsoft Edge instead. Interesting, too, because it was a big point of contention a long time ago, it was uh, it, it was a version of an antitrust lawsuit because it came packaged with Windows, and, and automatically, and it was it was thought to be an unfair competitive advantage, and they made it they made Microsoft take it off of the Windows platform uh, as an as a uh, um, something that came with the Windows, and instead had to be an add on, so that play, things like Netscape or other browsers. Would there would there would be a category of browsers that right, you could sure. pick and choose? Makes sense because yeah. there there was inexorably linked and you couldn't take them apart. Yeah, no, and they got right sued over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and now on the other hand, <laughs> you can pick any browser you want, but try and get Bing off. Go ahead, try. <laughs> you know? Give me a best shot. Edge, I should say Edge. Yeah. Yes, which yes. a good browser, but you know the search engine. Does it? Talk. Oh, that's the one that's tied to Bing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, meanwhile, from the Associated Press, Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and United Nations ambassador, announced her candidacy for president yesterday, becoming the first major challenger to former President Donald Trump for the 2024 Republican nomination. Interesting, though, because uh, this marks an about face for the ex-Trump cabinet official. She said just two years ago that she would not be challenging her former boss. I would not run as President Trump. And I would talk to him about it. You know, I mean, that's something that we'll have a conversation about at some point if that decision is something that has to be made. But, but yeah. you know, you're allowed to change your mind, citing the need for generational change, she said. A nod to Trump's 76-year-old yeah, age. Yeah. Hard to argue with us in my world, but that's okay. She's 51. If elected, she would be the nation's first female president and the first U.S. president of Indian descent. She says she has never lost a race. So, we'll Could see. be interesting. She's very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, she's she's she she'll be a real player. I mean, she's the governor of South Carolina. She got chops, and and she what what uh, was she secretary of? She was the um, uh, the United Nations ambassador. Oh, ambassador. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It Although it's interesting because I, I listened to a couple of sound clips from her this morning, and all of them she was very positive about the work that she did working with Trump. She sure. was very. I mean, yeah, yeah. everything she said was nice about him. So to hear them in a debate against each other would be very interesting because that's what would it happen. Would be, yeah. That's what's going to happen. As well, they- what what you're going to have to do is is be the new horizon. So you're going to have to put forth ideas that, that uh, seem to be more, you know, uh, the promise of a new tomorrow type stuff. Yes. And and stay away from the, the you know, the, 
the word fights. That's not how it goes, though. It's I mean, it's those no, debates get cutthroat. I see. I see a world though where you could categorize him as being too old, and all of a sudden he's the angry grandpa. And that's exactly what she's going for. That's so, what that's yeah. what I would go for. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see how this goes down. With this, by the way, Radar Online claims that Matthew McConaughey's wife is against him running for president. He was going to make a run in 2028, though. A source told the website she got Matthew to pull away from acting so he could be a more present father. She fears Matthew. His bid for the presidency will consume him and has the potential to tear their family apart. But Matthew, when he gets an ocean, he rides it like a bucking bull. See, that's the thing. You were married to this guy. You know. Yeah. He's 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 going to be all in like Tom Brady's all in on football. This yeah. You know, he commits to the project <laughs> if it's acting or whatever it is. These actors, you know, they go off the deep end for a while. You're stuck in this character. Mm-hmm. The good ones, anyway. Yep. You can't just turn it on and off. So right, a lot right. of times, they're just this all the time <laughs> until the movie's over. <laughs> yeah. This is just who I'm going to be. I am the president, and that's who I'm acting the, as. The dude in the Elvis movie says he's having a hard time switching his voice back. <laughs> he can't get rid of the Elvis sound. He talked like that for so long. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you for Listen to him at the, uh, uh, what was it? Was it the, the Golden Globes or whatever it is? He wins the award? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He can't turn it off. <laughs> and everybody was kind of, you know, like, hey, all right, dude, we understand. You're Elvis. Let it go. Yeah. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> now I'm speaking like this. Yes. Yeah. It's like when you hear, a, I mean, it does happen. You get stuck in, in accents, accents or sounds right? or, you know, like you hear a sound bite from Trump, for example, and you yeah. can't help China. You're always saying China. The saying way it that, that way. Yeah. If I go back to Michigan for a prolonged period of time, I'm going to get the nasally A. Can't help it. I mean, it. it's just that part of the country. Everybody talks like yep, that. Yeah. Can't help it. Uh, All right. Well, finally, this is in the news. A company that sells sexy adult products online has put a map out of the sexiest cities and towns in America based on consumer purchases and behaviors on their website. So it's, you know, a literal take on sexy. Right. They've got two top 10 lists, one for cities over 300,000 people, one for towns with anything less than that. Now, of course, the sexiest cities are the ones... I mean, you would think of some of these, Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, New York City, L.A., that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But the sexiest town, the sexiest town Town. is Ashburn, Virginia. Really? I know. Beating out Columbus, uh, Indiana, Tempe, uh, Tempe, Arizona, let's see, uh, Hamburg, New York, Bangor, Maine. Banger. Wesley Chapel, Florida. Frisco, Texas. I mean, some of these Somerville, South Carolina, weird to see them on the list. Frisco, Texas is an upscale suburb of Dallas. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's nice. Take that. Take that. Ashburn, Virginia, beating it. Where is Ashburn? It's got to be near D.C. because that's where uh, the commanders. Have their stadium or oh, practice? Oh, okay, or great. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, Loudoun County, there yeah, we go. So it's right by DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 30, 30 miles northwest. What's the of metric? DC. What's the metric? What do you mean? I mean, I'm like, what do they use to decide that you're the sexiest town? Did they say what their criteria was? Yeah, they said, uh, well... Did I miss that? Yes. Uh, They said, based on consumer purchases and behaviors on their website. So, like, people in L.A. ordered the most handcuffs and restraints. Chicago had the most sex tech toys. Atlanta bought the most discreet Uh, battery-operated devices. Phoenix ordered the most sex furniture. Phoenix? Yes. Wow. You can actually go to their website, which of course you can. Of course you can. Uh, the Pink Cherry website. Ah, the old Pink Cherry. <laughs> and yeah. you can see where your town went to. Uh, Ashburn, Virginia is the wealthiest. Uh, the zip code is the wealthiest in Loudoun County, the 12th wealthiest in the Washington area.
for what it's worth. It's just Northern Virginia. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out if I ever have to travel through there. Yeah. For some sexy, sexy fun. Everybody's sexy there. Around here, we got mostly cloudy skies today. Highs in the low 70s. Southwest winds 9 to 14 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 22. Cloudy tonight, 56 will be your low. Partly sunny and 75 for tomorrow. Right now, we're at 52 degrees. And I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.